2: The Orange defense took away any chance the Knowles had at a win in Syracuse as the Orange handled FSU 30-7 in front of 37,457 fans. And Syracuse starts 3-0, proving the preseason experts' predictions of two wins to be absolute trash. They do that in just three games. Our thoughts on the game, your thoughts on the game. Joe goes 3-0 and in his My Bookie picks, and we give away some more stuff. I'm Sean. This is the Cuse Militia Podcast.
1: Is that an orange in your pants, or are you just happy Q's won? Make some noise, Orange fans. It's time for the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed.
2: Alright, what's up, QS Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the QS Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. We have just a ton of stuff to get to today. But first, as always, if you're using any other betting site other than my bookie, you're doing it wrong. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me. They are the best bet this season. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is now slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over a hundred bucks. You deposit a hundred bucks, you get 125. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. You can do it this way too. Just enter promo code QESE to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code CUSE when creating your account to claim up, up to a thousand dollars in free play. Now if you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m you can get that extra $25 by using the promo code QS25, okay? Deposit at least $100, you'll get $125 tacked on. Uh, that's the way I would go. Wait a couple more hours, get the extra money. Now remember, you play, you win, you get paid, my bookie. All right. So, well, Woo. 3-0. First time yeah. since 2015, right? Did I get that right? I believe so, yes. Okay. and then We got UConn coming up. We're going to get into... All of that stuff, but first, real quick, uh, the Twitter accounts, they're going to be merging. Okay, um, we're going to do that eventually, coming up soon, so I'll send out a, 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 a tweet about that to merge those two accounts if, if possible. So, uh, recording, we would like to record on Sundays, that doesn't always work, this time we we're waiting on the line for the Yukon game for the preview, uh, so Joe could make his, his pick there on that. And, um, just, you know, it always, it'll be Monday at the latest, just so everybody knows, which is what it's been. So, yeah. All right. Dungy left late in the second. He was 7 for 15 for 75 yards. He rushed 9 times for 33 yards. But it was DeVito who took the reins and really impressed finally coming out. Uh, he was 11 for 16, 68% passing for 144 yards and a TD. No interceptions, and he also rushed for a TD. Uh, Moniel rushed 19 times for 75 yards. Strickland, 36 with a touchdown. Uh, Jarvion Howard ripped off a beautiful 45-yard sprint that even Stephen A. tweeted about. He was watching. Uh, he finished with 15 Custis led receivers with 56. Uh, Ravion Pierce with 34 yards and a TD. Florida State's offense sputtered most of the day. They did tack on some late yards, though, ending up with 240 overall to the Oranges, 441 overall. FSU's Cam Akers with 52 yards on 10 carries. The Syracuse D was awesome. Kendall Coleman, Alton Robertson, and Kingsley Jonathan combined for four sacks. Christopher Frederick came up with an interception. Syracuse has now six on the year. And they only had four the entire 2017 season. So, awesome. That's just a psh, night and day. Yeah. Finally, the Orange defense only allowed FSU to convert one of 14 third downs and 10 three and outs. So, Joe, here's my question. Is, is yeah. Syracuse again becoming more than a basketball school like Dungy said? Or is the orange just starting the season with three easy games, like critics claim? Uh, like,
3: again, a lot of the questions that you uh, that you ask, the answer could definitely be both. But I'm going <laughs> to go with the. It's, it the wouldn't first. be fun
2: if it was easy. Go yeah, on.
3: I know. The first, I'm going to go with the first one, and the reason why is based upon uh, how they did it and um and how they acted upon it. I mean, I know that there was a a Big post game speech after, and this and that. I mean, we haven't beat him in what 52 years, something 66. like
2: that. I, I don't know, you, you, you tell me.
3: I think it's 52. I think that the math is right, yes, but
2: it is right. You either, are You're right.
3: Either, either way. That's that's something to, uh, to be proud of. And the fact that it is still Florida State, they still have before Jimbo Fisher left, he was getting top 10 in recruiting classes every year. So they have the talent, but they're just yeah. going through a transition, and um, we caught him early in the right time yeah i've caught and, him early it's
2: key i think too
3: well it definitely could be the key because this is definitely again the bavers talked about it before this, the game saying that this team has talent and they're ready to explode on a team um obviously there's some things that they got to get together but their defense definitely um kept them in the game at least there for a while we dominated that first half and uh six nothing at halftime yeah and all the SU fans, I'm sure, everywhere were like, yeah, we should be up way more if we lose this game. You know, it's because of the offense. And then, obviously, second half, we come out. And I think that uh, that their offense line started giving up more and more. And our offense, or their defense, was starting to get tired. There were some guys cramping up, some guys getting hurt. And we took advantage of that, being fresh and, and being um, ready to play in that heat and in that speed. And... That's really all it was. Uh, You could tell by their – I mean, like, there was – you didn't see a Gatorade dunk. You didn't see fans rush the field. There's been – I mean, albeit they're not a ranked team, but they were in the beginning of the year. But because of Florida State, because of the first two games, then maybe that's not why it happened. But maybe it's because just the team's overall demeanor and what they expect and their expectations. uh, Maybe they looked at the tape and they knew that they could beat this team. And they lined up and they – probably knew pretty early that they, they could, and they just had to get the points on the board. Um, but that's really what got me was was their demeanor and their their way that they went about it. Like when we beat Virginia Tech two years ago and we beat Clemson, obviously Clemson's huge, but still, uh, it was just a little bit different. And as much as it was, I mean, again, we hadn't beat them. Last time we beat them, Floyd Little was the running back. And, yeah, you know, that's kind of a big deal. And to see the reaction is more like, not a wow or i mean it was it was a feat but it
1: was we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
3: More of an ex, it was expected, and... That's like the one thing that I took away from, from, right. from that is It looked expected from the fans, and it looked expected Well, it wasn't from,
2: close either, so it was well, like you had all that time to soak it in, you know, while you were watching them just trounce them. Right. You know, the I mean, Clemson game was a little closer, have, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, and obviously they have some issues on on the offensive line that they need to clear up, uh, but, it's again, it's still Florida State, and um, Taggart's a proven coach, so... That's just a rebuild. We had some ugly, ugly t- games. Uh, Baber's first year when he came in and put his yeah. his yeah. offense in. So, yeah. again, our defense line, like we talked about before the preview was more or less, you know, that was kind of what we were looking at. I knew the offensive line was a little beat up and a little um, just having, you know, the offense having issues with communication. And that was pretty evident. And I'm glad that we never really let him get any momentum or get any. Um, no, they
2: never got in a rhythm, and they never no, got
3: it. never, never did. And then we were loud from the beginning. I, I knew there was yeah, a couple the guys. There's a couple guys that I knew that uh, were at the game, and they were saying, you know, it could be filled a little more, but the the noise was there. No, so they
2: were expecting more, but you know, I'll take that. I'm not going to be the guy who complains, and then when when you get a decent turnout, complain that it wasn't enough. So no, they no, were loud. Not, you could hear them no. on TV. And, you know, you're, you know, it, going back to the offensive line, you know, you know, you're having problems with your offensive line when you, you decline being helped up yeah, by, yeah. by one of your linemen. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like, a,
3: almost like a, what a little kid would do. Oh my gosh. He he'd be upset. like
2: He like pouted on the, on the ground. He yeah. wanted
3: nothing to do with that whatsoever. <laughs> and that was awful, but that was kind of at the point where no return. But like you,
2: a, when yeah. you show that's, that's blood in the water. He
3: got hit 16 times.
2: I know, that's crazy.
3: Knocked to the ground 14 times.
2: It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he was brutalized. He really was. And not for
3: nothing, that Cam Akers, their running back is a...
2: He's pretty good.
3: He's an NFL running back, and he only had 10 carries. So there's an issue there. I mean, they're definitely would say there's a little bit of an issue with coaching. I mean, I don't care. I mean, he averaged
2: 5.2.
3: Yeah, and like you said, it was kind of a blowout there near the end, but for 3 quarters it wasn't.
2: Yeah, and this in the first half. The first really half tight. was
3: six nothing. He yeah. should have got 10 carries yeah. at least in the well, first half the way that offense.
2: And is they running. blew they blew it. They blew it at the end of the first half. I don't know if someone wasn't p- paying attention to the clock, if the coach wasn't, you know, telling his they players what they, they need to do.
3: They should have just clocked it and went oh, out and kicked clocked the field goal, it. Clocked kick the
2: damn field, going take the 3 points, you just cut the deficit in half and you go yeah. into the locker room and you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they got the ball back too, right? They got the ball they deferred they deferred, so they got the ball. No,
3: Syracuse got the ball. Did they?
2: Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Well, either way, you could have cut the deficit in half at that point, and it was it would have been a tight game. It would have been some momentum, at least a little bit, for crying out loud. Right. They just they just were not on the same page at all. Uh, a couple things to take away, uh, in my opinion, I think this is the first game since Dungey uh, became a starter where they actually played like a complete team on both sides of the ball after he oh, left yeah. the game. Yeah, and wasn't there. I mean, his presence wasn't even on the sideline. And we've seen last year, especially we've seen we've watched a literal collapse.
3: Maybe that's what it took was uh, to him to literally be not there. Like, Yeah,
2: not oof. be a presence at all and, like, and just not, be gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be. It could be. Because
3: You never know what players are thinking when Dungy's if he's going to be on the sideline the whole second half begging Babers to get in and saying he's good.
2: Right. You, know, you don't right, need all that. So, right, right, right.
3: And and to be perfectly honest with you, it was it was everything that this team needed.
2: Um because
3: now we have that confidence. Like you said, the team has the confidence. And at the same time, now Dungy, he has a little bit of competition. I know he's a little banged up, or as Babers would say, has some owies and he says that he's good to go for Connecticut, but
2: I, I don't you know, know if I, I don't know if I use I, I I well we could talk about this later but okay yeah uh, yeah we'll, hit we'll that talk about it later. Later, we'll talk but... about that later um this was my upset pick I mean I guess yeah I guess it was still an upset I mean you know there's a lot of talk about there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about FSU sucks more than more than anybody giving credit to Syracuse. Just, I'm oh, talking, yeah. I'm talking There's nationally. Calling for his job. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez,
3: I'm Thir- he's three games in. Come I know.
2: On. I know. But that was my upset pick. I, we did the poll on that. I think, uh, yeah,
3: no, you definitely, you were all about that. I thought that there was a chance depending on, just because it was early. Um, yeah. You know, I think that that's key. If this would have been the second to the last game, then they could have figured it out by then. And absolutely. Who yeah. knows? So, right. I'm definitely, I'm happy with the, the scheduling this year compared to the, the past couple years, but uh, but yeah, you definitely were all over that upset. I believe I picked my upset with, I think Notre Dame, but
2: oh, that would be awesome. That would be more sweet, I think. But um, I think uh, they spread the ball around again. They only had one, they only had one game where that was an issue. Uh, the first game of the season, so seven receivers caught passes, five five with more than one, and uh, I mean Devito held his own. Finally, kind of like his, you know. Kind of like his first statement game, like, hey, you know, like Coach said, he he played like he practices, basically. Yeah,
3: I think he definitely, I mean, did more than hold his own.
2: Oh, he did. You know? Yeah, absolutely. He didn't yeah.
3: show he wasn't scared of him. No, he, he didn't look nervous, there, and no. you could
2: tell he's got a stronger arm than than Dungey. How about that? When, How about that little f- floater over the top of the sideline too? I mean,
3: yeah. Oh, the top of the sideline. I think he hit that twice.
2: Yeah, he did and, too in the You're game. Right. Yeah, you
3: know. Then I remember there was another play where uh, it was a quick little wide receiver screen out to the left, and the corner tried to jump it. And if that was Dungy out there, that might have been a pick six. Well, and, you think because of his speed of the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what the deal was with Dungy. I mean, we we talked about it. He talked about so his so, eye being poked. But I mean, uh, I'm still speculative.
2: Yeah, I don't know. He came out right after he got that. He took that cheap shot. By the way, it was a cheap shot yeah uh, yeah
3: it, I don't think the con- I don't think that no. the concussion was a situation. I think I personally think that there's something up with his throwing shoulder and of course you might want to say owie, but it looked to me like up until DeVito came in that there were certain plays that we were limited in, minus the one deep ball that Custis dropped, which would have been a touchdown oh, I which know a beautiful it. throw
0: yeah it, but he doesn't um, miss that, and
3: but. I think maybe a what twelve yard or fifteen yard out by uh Harris. Um, he didn't throw the ball more than 10 yards, and they were more like touch passes.
2: Well, so, he, the, the one he did throw where where you could you could tell it stung him after he released the ball. No, it the was ball. the
3: first throw of the game. He came up five yards short. The guy was wide open, yeah. and I think that right there was kind of showing us that he wasn't going to be able to throw those little zip 15-yard timing routes.
2: And those, that so, injury goes back to the first game, by the way.
3: Yes, it does. And, you know, when you look at it, I know that he's saying oh, he's got some owies and he might be back, but UConn might be a, a game where you could spare him and get DeVito more experience and right. still and get the W. Talk, didn't we
2: say we were going to talk about that later? I mean, we just sorry. went over this. Well, sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can still talk about it later. We got to you... We got to Look, whether you want to talk about it or not, we got to talk about the cramping, okay? Because if I, <sighs> if I remember right, it was um, – um, what's his name?
3: Tagger Taggart,
2: who accused Virginia Tech of faking injuries to slow the game down. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. So, the cramping. Now, I don't think, I don't think that there was everybody out there was faking cramping. I'm not saying that, so I don't want to be put in that category, but I will say this. They play in Tallahassee, bro. Okay? First of all. All right? Look, you know how to hydrate. You're from, you play in Tallahassee, you know how to hydrate. Okay. Two, it was all Florida defense. I didn't see any Syracuse defense go out, go down with cramping. I didn't see any off anybody on the offensive side go down with cramping. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't see it. It was overwhelmingly all defense, and it was all on it was all on rhythm sequences in in drives where th- we were running all over them.
3: Well, we pride ourselves in that. Absolutely. Since since, since Babers has got there, it's been nothing but you know making sure that. You have the endurance and stamina to do this and, and to go this you know, I mean, even Utah are offensive line. I mean, it, there was no injuries. Our offensive right. line was still fresh in the fourth quarter. I mean, we got yeah. our big guys that are in that type of thing. And and again, there's a difference between knowing and doing. And if you're mental and your team and your your want isn't all there, you know? It takes a right. want. There's there's you're you're talking about kids. There's some kids that don't mind going out and I mean, they don't care about that stuff. And then there's other guys that you know they do it so yeah well i, mean, and I play, i'm not condoning
2: of- the booing i'm not condoning the booing though i understand it okay not sure if i'd have been a booer. you know it's i, I, I don't it's know
3: think part of the game it's part at this of the point, game but it's part I'm of not, the game i'm never one of those booers.
2: right but you know it it happens and it's been happening and orange is the new fast is making it happen a lot of it in my opinion it's whether still or not going the, to. yeah whether or not they're they're doing it or not um Syracuse is three and zero for the eighth time in program history, and the Orange has not started four and zero since nineteen ninety one. They got a great shot to do that this yeah. this week against UConn. Um, great shot. So, all right. Well, anything anything else to say about the game before we get into uh, fan feedback?
3: Yes, actually, I wanted to bring up two different things. Number one, um, my love and hate with Ravian Pierce. Because that guy, I don't know if you noticed some of the stuff that was going on on the sideline and some of the things that he was doing, but he put himself in position a couple different times to get some 15-yard penalties with yeah. extracurricular yeah. stuff on the sideline. Being in the and, white paint. You know.
2: What's that? Being in the white paint. When, uh,
3: Being in the white paint. And then the one time when they gave uh, the cheap shot there to, uh, I forget exactly who it was. It was one of the players, though. And um, they tackled him out of bounds. He came running up the sideline to go after the player and yeah. one of the coaches grabbed them so yeah
2: you don't play for the raiders bro just ease up on that stuff
3: yeah so i mean i like I, he gets the job done but some of that stuff and especially last year too i noticed there's a couple times when he got just some some dumb penalties so he's got to be able to control his emotions and other thing again i wanted to bring up and something that dino babers brought up today in his um press conference for yukon is that um Jarvion Howard is is going to be getting playing time. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's uh, <laughs> It's one <laughs> of those things where you just can't deny something over a certain point, and he talked about it, and he said that all three are going to be in there, and they're going to be playing the hot hand uh, approach, so... I would expect uh, Jarvion Howard for the Cuse fans that have watched him the past two weeks and enjoyed him as much as I have and you have. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, Mo'Neal, he did his thing. He played really well. They're he, all he, great. He, yeah, I mean, I love how hard Strickland, Strickland runs, and he's pretty good out of the backfield. is pretty good out of the backfield, and the way that he kind of slices and dices through the defense to get the six, seven yards, you know, he very effective. Uh, but Jarvion Howard, something about that, you know, I mean, he's the way he's built – and granted, he was going against a, a tired Florida State team, but he he made a really he made an NFL linebacker miss, you know, and he put his foot in the ground and he tried to arm tackle those tree trunks of legs that Jarvion Howard has. And he turned yeah. <laughs> turned it up and ran it for 45 yards. So absolutely. You know, and, and Baber's also brought up something about he's like, you know, what was what was so impressive to him on that run was that Jarvion Howard being a freshman and having that kind of spotlight a lot of times players will try to do too much to try to get in the end zone, you know, re- reach the ball out try to, you know, put it out there Heck, unprotected. Uh-huh. And sometimes a lot of you've seen sometimes that, you know, that that can turn into turnovers and that can turn into bad, that bad results. And he just liked how he was a team player and made sure he put two hands over the ball and he didn't care if he got in or if he got tackled at the two, three yard line. He wasn't going to put the ball out there to try to, you know, maybe accidentally something happens or some guy reaches for it and he fumbles you know so that was another thing that that papers mentioned about him that he liked so
2: that followed yeah, through man. with the with the um um was that the ravion pierce touchdown yep okay yep. all right
3: yeah
2: uh, um because he got him down to like the one yard line right
3: yeah it was, yeah. It was inside the five yeah so, oh, okay I mean, he told, he was he talked nothing good about him he said he's a good guy from he knows why he left Mississippi he knows why he's here and what he's trying to do and when Babers said that I'm like okay he's a focused guy and he's already built like that so I mean he's going to be somebody that he's going to be a a fan favorite here for sure
2: absolutely and he's got he's got a few years left so that's awesome Um, a few years He's a true freshman bro (laughs) yeah okay well he's got four years all right (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
1: It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the Loud House, the best damn college sports fans in the nation.
2: All right, if you want to um, in, in partake in some of the fan feedback stuff, you can always go to our Facebook page or our Twitter accounts. We always ask for your feedback after games, and we got bombarded. The Cuse Nation was fired up. After that win, and they should be—we all should be—because yeah, it was freaking awesome. So, yes. Um, first, I'm going to give away. I'm going to do the giveaway now. Okay. If you go to iTunes and you give us a—if uh, uh, you give us a, if, a five-star rating and a written review, and I read your review on the show, you will get two koozies sent to you. Okay. If you email us um, after we read read your review on the show. So this week. Goes to Mackenzie 05. She says, are she or he? Mackenzie is usually a girl's name, so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Just started listening to this podcast, and I'm addicted. Can't wait to listen each week. Great in-depth analysis and passion for the cues. All right. Thank you. We appreciate it. Winter. The reviews are a big deal on iTunes. No. It helps us get recognized, and it also uh, lets other people searching for Syracuse podcasts. Um, they can go through that stuff, and it helps us get subscribers. So we really, really appreciate those. Uh, Mackenzie05, email us, qsmilitia at com. Two Qs coming your way. Be like Dave. Dave, not on social media, so he emailed me a picture of him. Self, yeah, holding that was the pretty, koozie, that was pretty
3: cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that. That was good stuff,
2: Dave. With his with his Q-S gear on, uh, Captain Patrick, uh, he's on Twitter, and uh, he's got his koozies. And so, you know, we love it, dude. We love it. I, I'll give stuff away every freaking episode because I love, <laughs> I love, uh, hey. you know. It's fun good stuff, man. They're
3: yeah. helping us out. We'll help them out, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. So, all right. Well, let's start with this because we had a troll. So we'll get the troll out of the way and then what? we'll get, then we'll get down to uh, real comments. Um, asking, you know, asking the, when I asked the thoughts on, on the game, uh, Donald says, what, that they played another unranked team and won or the fact that they don't play any good teams like LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Duke, Next week I hope my huskies give them a run for their money and Clemson will give them a run for their money as well. <laughs> that, that's from Donald. Well, Donald if I, I, I remember how
3: threw <laughs> Duke in there. I mean, I know they're better, but come on. You went with, like, three SEC
2: stalwarts and then Duke. I know, and then you throw Duke. (laughs) What's up with that? Well, Donald – I think
3: what he did is he went half football and then he went half basketball. (laughs) So he's like Alabama-Georgia for football, Duke-UConn, you know, my Huskies for basketball. Like, I don't know what that was all about, but definitely a troll without a doubt.
2: Oh, it's so funny, too, because – uh, I gave him a response. I mean, we did play LSU last year. We we did play Clemson last year. We're only three games in right now. We still got Notre Dame, um, Louisville. We still got Clemson. So I don't know what the hell he's talking about. We do play Clemson. What is he talking you know, about?
3: F- for all intents and purposes, we could talk about how people think that Florida State's awful. But what if Virginia Tech ends up going <laughs> and they win their side of the ACC And Samford goes and wins the D1AA championship. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, I mean, because Florida State, technically, they were ranked 19th, and Virginia Tech was 20th. So they lost to them, and then they fell out of the rankings. But other than that, I mean, it doesn't prove anything. It's the third game of the season. Calm down, buddy. And by the way, your Huskies are going to get smashed.
2: (laughs) Well, Donald (laughs) Donald deleted his comments after uh, Brandon ripped into him, too, our buddy Brandon. So... Uh, he deleted it all. So I just happened to get a screenshot because I sent it to you. Yeah. So I happened to have it. Um, all right. Aaron says a slow start, but damn how we turned it up in the second uh, after halftime. Absolutely. Turned it up. That's yeah. it. This is what I love, Christopher. Great win, saw performance, subpar Florida State team, but still Florida State, still a team filled with four and five-star recruits. The defense is looking good, has looked good all season, except for the second half of the Western Michigan game. Erase that, def- um, erase that and the defense has been stout. Coming coming out party for DeVito, he completed 11 of 15 passes, and two of the incompletions were drops. Yeah. All, all in a great showing, bring on UConn. Yeah, that was very good. Very good, Chris. Um, yeah. In depth. Yeah, uh, Brent, love Brent. FSU is terrible. Charles, <laughs> Charles Barkley tone. He wrote Charles Barkley tone, so we would know it, it was terrible. Uh, uh, Bob, halfway to a bowl. That's right. We didn't mention that halfway to a bowl, yeah. and we got nine games left. So you know, it's right there and for their taking, man. You know, um, John says maybe a, a light at the end of a long, terrible tunnel. I mean, well, maybe. It's I don't promising. Get it. it felt good. <laughs> well, he's saying, what do you mean you don't get it? How do you not get it? He's saying that it looks doesn't good. Doesn't make it, sense. It, what do you mean? He's saying that it looks good. It doesn't look like we're going to finish four and eight this year. It looks good. Yeah. Okay, do you get well, it now? Now that now I had to explain just, see it to you. you're confusing me again, <laughs> man. <laughs> Peter, finally played defense and beat a big school, even if they're not as good this year. It doesn't matter. It's Florida State. Yeah, I agree.
3: Right? Ding, ding, ding.
2: Yeah, Steve, great win. DeVito looked poised and ready for, for this defense. Played really great. Must take care of business with UConn. Might be a chance to give Dungy another week to heal up, depending on his condition, the way DeVito played, and just as importantly, the way the players responded to him. So, yeah, absolutely, Steve. Great job. Yeah. Um, George, keep it up with UConn. Yes, that's the plan. I yeah, hope so. <laughs> um, Richard. Cuse is looking good on offense and defense hoping injuries will not be a season ending be season ending for Dungie, but Devito really played well great win coach Jeff uh, the orange brought the heat in more ways than the temperature I for one will miss the dome field advantage uh,
3: yeah, yeah I don't know you know about that yeah. right
2: y- yeah 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 well
3: yeah are well, talking about getting air conditioning Yeah.
2: yeah well <laughs> it is sponsored by Carrier
3: well, I get it, but that's not the point <laughs> <Was it? laughs> The point is is that it's a great home field advantage. I never talked about that today he said
2: I know he, was, he talked about it in his speech. he mentioned it he mentioned well, he's game.
3: mentioned it in his speech, but today in his in his uh, press conference, he talked about it someone had brought it up, and he said he's going to miss it because hes he thinks it's a it's a huge home field advantage it's, to get it like that, but
2: yeah, if the fans can stand it, it's definitely a great home field advantage but they're sponsored yeah. by
3: carrier. It was funny. It was hilarious. Uh, did you see when they showed the stands? I saw some Florida State fans at like halftime. Were they dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were using the um, the beer. You know, the beer, the cup holders, the big old oh yeah, the yeah, cup holders. yeah 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 the yeah. They're were using food them cup as fans to like fan them off, fan themselves off, and stuff. It was funny.
2: Yeah, that's great. Um,
3: I never found a problem with it. With when what? With the games. When with I was in it, the with games, with it being hot no like problem. that.
2: Well, yeah. I I think. I think it was a little different because of the humidity and everything, and in the way the yeah, weather yeah, was this weekend. Been. So, um, Zach, Zach's our boy. He's got two koozies. Dino can Dino can recruit. That much is obvious. Really hope he chooses to create a dynasty here. I see, I see the vision and the depth coming together. The fans will pack it in for more games like this. It's been two decades with one decent season. The culture will quickly turn if we can get a couple good seasons under the belt. I really think this program. Is a, a dorm, dormant beast. Yeah, Jamie, great defense today. Uh, Kevin, great game cues, and he tried. I, look, someone needs <laughs> to tell Kevin that he's not using an orange emoji. That's definitely a tomato. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Kevin, Kevin, it's great. Thanks for your participation, but you got the orange, the orange emoji. Does it's not close look,
3: enough, man. it's, it's close, close enough.
2: Okay, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. We'll give him that. I
3: mean, My, come on. They say tomatoes are fruits, right?
2: Tomato, tomato. Orange, orange. Um, Michael, uh, first of many wins this year. Go Cuse. Whose house is it? That's right. Yeah. Yep. So that is that's it for the fan feedback segment. Now and now, uh, Brandon was there and he bumped into a Syracuse fan and that, this is how that went.
1: This is Brandon here on Three Minute Drill. I'm going to be with Mike. Say, hey, Mike. Mike's a Syracuse doing, fan. Guys? <laughs> So Mike, how long have you been a Syracuse fan? Well, probably since I was about five years old. Come to SU basketball, football, across, all of it. What was your favorite game you've ever seen live at the Dome?
3: Miami versus SU in the Dome when uh, Marvin Graves was on the sideline puking. <laughs> Moving forward, what's the future of Syracuse? DeVito. DeVito? DeVito. De- I agree, I'm big on DeVito. DeVito's what? just got He's got to get a fair shake. He's not getting a fair shake. And I know one more question. What do you think Dungy has to do to win
1: against FSU today? Stay healthy. Stay healthy and don't, don't get hit. Constantly running the ball. All right, guys. That was just a few questions. I'll be walking around. I'll see you around. If you see me, come up to me. All right, take care.
2: So that was Brandon. And and that was a pretty relevant conversation at, towards the end. Uh, uh, yeah. Because that mean, was that's... pregame. That was pregame. So. That was pregame. So, yeah,
3: they were... On top of that, and I can only imagine that there's some fans that were about. I don't kind of really understand it because I mean I think that Dungy's a beast, but obviously God boy, right? (laughs) Like the one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, he didn't say a word. He didn't say a word on the Facebook page. This, this. uh, Yeah,
3: it's true. He He definitely didn't. Well, I mean, because he couldn't, because it would have been insert foot and mouth. But
2: right. uh, But that that conversation was in his mouth. That might be the point.
3: I I agree with hmm, you know. What happened? I mean, what they said, and obviously, you know, stay healthy. He got hurt. DeVito came in. I agree with all of it, other than the fact that the whole fair shake thing. Uh, I don't know what else you expect when you have a redshirt uh, freshman versus a a senior. That's pretty much been the reason why you've won any games the last
2: three years. He could have been talking about, he could have been talking about with the fans too, though. Because they, they, he's kind of been ripped by the fans, and we've said he kind of, you know, he struggled. I don't with,
3: think he's. I, I haven't seen too much of him getting ripped by the fans. I okay. mean,
2: well, I, I saw a little bit, but
3: you know, you, well, there was a little bit after Western Michigan because of like, how highly touted he was. Right, and he was I think talked that up a lot. Just an, yeah. They're just annoyed of uh, they were annoyed of how right. Mahoney came in and played when Dungey got hurt. But I, I just Dungey's going to get. It's a senior year. He's been the leader. Uh he's gonna get if he's healthy, he's gonna play. It's just it is what it is. So um it's not that he's not getting a fair shake. He's getting exactly what any other red shirts freshman in his position would get. Um he's gonna get opportunities when he gets hurt and when we're killing teams, and next year it'll be his show. And that's really all I mean, that's all you can ask for in that situation. So, so and I'm pretty sure that's all anybody inside the program and even DeVito himself expects. Uh, I don't think Devito ever is going to expect this season to start over Dungy if Dungy is healthy.
2: All right, Joe. So you are three and zero in your my bookie pick so far. Congratulations! Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. I
3: wish I would have actually made those it's, bets. That's why I know, right? And some... if
2: and if and if everybody else had made those bets, they could be a winner. They could be a winner with my book. Join my bookie today. And they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code CUSE to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code CUSE when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing, though, to wait till after 7 o'clock, you can get an extra $25 of free play when you deposit $100 or more by using the promo code Qs twenty-five, okay? If you're willing to wait till after seven, you get an extra twenty-five dollars. You put in a hundred, you get a hundred and twenty-five dollars of house money to play with. So if I was you, I would definitely take the extra money. Wait till after seven PM any day to sign up for that offer. Use promo code QS25. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie, Joe. Yes. The line <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, the line <laughs> uh, the line for Syracuse, Connecticut. They're giving Connecticut twenty seven and a half points according to my bookie. So yes, well that's that's I mean that could be that could be a tough call. That's, and by the way, what was the stat you gave me on that today? You saw it at Syracuse.com? Oh S- yeah,
3: Syracuse. Com. They said that uh, the twenty seven and a half points was the largest uh, point spread they've been as a favorite since two thousand when they played Buffalo so
2: yeah so
3: yeah, yeah so it's been a t- while since we've been
2: <laughs> this is probably one of your tougher picks I would say last week was kind of tough too I mean we didn't know really what we were getting into but
3: uh, honestly you know. I was I was kind of confident in the fact that even if uh, I thought it was gonna be a close game anyway to be perfectly honest with you um I did too I did too. so I was I always I was kind of going about the, the feeling that if we, but it was gonna be a field goal game anyway. I was expecting something a little bit, you know.
2: All right, well, closer. well you get you get uh Connecticut with 27 and a half points. Now what are you gonna do?
3: Um I think that this is another easy one, to be perfectly honest with you.
2: All right, you okay. Well let's hear let's hear what you what you plan on doing, buddy. Would,
3: well, I mean I think uh, this I or? think I think Syracuse covers.
2: Really? Just, okay.
3: Uh, I mean I wouldn't me. doubt oh. it the
2: way they've been playing. And they're in the Dome again? I wouldn't doubt it. Well,
3: yeah, they're in the Dome again. But I'll tell you, the, the, the reason why is because... And the reason why I'm going to pick this is because, yes, this could be a game where, you know, they look past an opponent and they might not play that hard and they only win by, you know, three touchdowns instead of however much they, they should or whatever. But um, but just the fact that Dungy's coming back, Baber said he's coming back and he's going to be starting. Like, I just feel like... Devito kind of came in and did his thing last week, and who knows if Dungy was watching, where he was watching, what he was feeling, because he wasn't out in the the sidelines. But um, there's like there's finally for probably the first time, as much as Babers has said, it was a competition, and Devito and all his hype for the first time, Dungy probably feels fire under his feet.
2: Yeah, and that that.
3: to me makes Dungy very very dangerous as far as. As far as I feel like he's going to come out next week, and I feel sorry for you, Ken, because they just beat Florida State, but DeVito did it. Right. Dungy only put six points on the board.
2: Yeah, well, he helped you with know six saying? points. Yeah. Right.
3: Well, right. I mean, he didn't kick the field goals, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. At the end, but we won 30-7, to seven, which means another quarterback helped put up 24. Right. And something tells me as a competitor in the way that we know he is as a competitor that he's not going to like that. So – If it was just some blase, blase blah game where Dungey never got hurt and they just kind of split the, you know, Dungey played the whole thing or, you know, maybe DeVito got the fourth quarter or something, then maybe not. But the fact of the matter is that Dungy's actually going to have a reason to play next week. Yeah. And that just means really something bad for UConn. That's really all it means. Yeah. So – that's what, That's why I'm going to take them. I think that they're going to score too easily if if Rhode Island can put up 49 points. UConn's defense stinks. It's awful, <laughs> and our offensive line is pretty good. And who knows how much we're even going to have to pass to do whatever. But uh, I mean, just between Dungy running and our the way that our running backs have played,
2: just pound it with Jarvion Howard.
3: That's all you need to do. But they'll probably throw it up and practice some. You know, I mean, they like I said, they still got to get. You still got to get that, you know, that cohesion with with the receivers and with the offense and everything, you know. And that's one of the, the pros and the cons, because you really only get better when you play against better opponents. But playing against better opponents brings losses. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams when you play these kind of schedules and you have these kind of games, you almost got to use them as uh, practices. So um, as I- much as so. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just how I see it. And. Uh, I think we're going to beat up on him pretty good. So, All
2: right, Joe picked Syracuse to cover 27.5 points. That's what it opened up at. So it's going to probably change maybe a little bit. But uh, uh, it's Joe's, probably going to
3: be jo- over 28 Joe's, by the time I'm said and done.
2: Yeah, Joe's Joe's 3 and 0. Oh. Will Joe go 4 0? Oh? I don't know. We'll see uh, next week. Yes, sir. I'll be 4 and 0, oh, like I should. Well, that leads me to this UConn just pulled off a, a win against Rhode Island 56 to 49. The a, a D1 AA school. Uh, yeah. They had some key injuries on an already struggling defense. Cornerback Taj Herring Wilson and linebacker Marche Terry both suffered ankle injuries. Uh, now, let's assume both those guys come back to play in the Dome. Okay? And everything is fine. But it, 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 speculation is that they, there's a good chance that they won't. Well, let's say they do. What's your main concern for Syracuse in this matchup, Joe? And do you just maybe... Leave Dungy another week to rest without having any contact and get him ready for, you know, a way game against Clemson and uh, let DeVito just start and finish a game. You got all that?
3: Yeah, I got all that. Okay. Uh, the biggest worry would more or less be sleeping on this opponent as much as I'm not really too worried about it. Uh, You never really want to sleep on an opponent. Um, Their quarterback is kind of a gamer. Believe he's just their leading rusher and passer, um, and I, I mean that would be the guy that I would worry about most. So as long as you control that quarterback, he has ran, he ran a lot against Florida uh, against Rhode Island. He had 26 carries, um, and he's been the guy pretty much carrying them. Well, not carrying. I mean, they got whooped pretty good the first two games, and both by ranked teams. But I mean they got whooped pretty, pretty good. So this defense is going to give up a lot of points and it doesn't really matter to me um, what quarterback plays we're going to put up points. It's just, if Dungy's healthy, you know, if his shoulder's good, he's not in a concussion protocol, if his eyes, vision's not blurry anymore, then there still is an opportunity for him to go out there and go out and play a half or three quarters and get more in sync with his wide receivers and get the that you know, rhythm and that kind of cohesiveness for the offense together for, for future games where there are going to be, you know, the Clemsons and the Notre Dames and Pittsburgh's and stuff like that. So um, if he's not healthy, then yes, absolutely. Give him, give him that week to rest. And I have no doubt in my mind that DeVito can come in and beat UConn and we can go four and into Clemson. Um, but if, Dungy can play. I would like to see him be able to get in there and get a little bit more. Really, reps with the the receiver. Well, yeah. If he's not, if he's not that bad,
2: I, I think he. Yeah. I think he needs a week. I mean, if he's not that bad, okay, fine. If he's not that bad, fine. I can, I can agree with you. But I think he is. Well, I, I still.
3: Well, he might be, but still, you saw that there. You saw some of the problems that they still had with. Um, him and the receivers and some of the, the often the way the offense was moving in the first half. Uh, I think a lot of the second half was the fact that DeVito had a little bit of a stronger arm and the defense started getting tired. Yeah. But,
2: right. Well, um, yeah, the, but, the, I don't think, ev- I don't think he's at a hundred percent even with throwing, even regardless of whether. Right. Yes.
3: Right. I think something's up with his shoulder. Right. Right. But that's where it comes in is I think that they're looking ahead to Clemson and thinking, can we sit, Dungy another week, have all these receivers in the offense get used to Devito for another week, and then all of a sudden change it back up, go back to Dungy yeah. to go down to Clemson. Yeah, I understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's one of those things where you got to you got to help both players, you got to help everybody, and I think right now I think Dungy still needs reps, and unless it's very unless it's that imperative that he needs to sit because of an injury then i don't think there's a reason why he shouldn't be able to come in and play a half against Yukon and then have Devito come in and and finish off the Huskies finish, finish and get off. ready for for uh, Clemson.
2: Yeah, especially. I mean, you got you got a, you know, starting linebacker starting cornerback out possibly, you know, speculating here obviously, but you know, with that said, they're struggling. They did put up a lot of points. Uh they turned the ball over a few times against Rhode Island, but Rhode Island put up 49 on this defense. 49. Yeah. That's
3: what I mean. Every team that they have played against has put up a ridiculous amount. I mean, their first week against UCF, uh, they put up in the 50s. I think uh, they played Boise State the next week, and they put up 63, I believe, something like that. So, I I don't. they've given up. Go ahead. Yeah, UCF 56, Boise State 62, Rhode Island 49.
2: I don't know who Matt Brown is on Twitter, but – Chris, what's his name? Chris Carlson from Syracuse.com. He right. retweeted this uh, from Matt Brown. UConn is the only team since at least 2000 to give up 2000 yards in its first three games. Who? That's a freaking big number.
3: <laughs> yeah. See, and that's what I mean. Is as, as bad as that sounds. Uh, UConn's one of those teams that would lose to a James Madison that would lose to. And, uh, Babers, he talked about it a little bit in his, uh, press conference today. He was talking about, um, how Randy Etzel, the former, um, Maryland coach, he came in and he blew it all up. He blew it all up. If, if he, he installed his system, exactly what uh-huh. he was going to do, he put the players, no matter the, the year or whatever that was going to be in there and get the experience. So they got a bunch of young guys and, um, yeah, they're they're definitely going to struggle this year, and I just don't see a way where we're really going to have a problem with this team. So, again, I look at it almost as like as long as you show up and the guys in the trenches, they they just show up and do what they're supposed to do, then we should be all right.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. So, um, I guess we'll just we'll we'll play it by ear, but we either Sunday or Monday we'll record the uh, UConn post game. So that's all I, I appreciate. Do you have any final thoughts, Joe?
3: Nope. I'm just super pumped, bro. Not not many final thoughts about that specific game, but just the, the thought process of like what you talked about, being able to go 4-0 and barring a huge, huge, crazy just disaster that should happen. And it's the first time since 1991. So, I mean, I was eight years old.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> 91, I was 12. So, yeah, yeah. that's freaking Yeah, so that's, that's a huge. really long
3: time ago, man. Yeah. Um, long time ago. So that's just one of those things where it doesn't matter who we played. Um, there's just been so much negativity towards this school. And, oh, it's a basketball school. And the fans, it just takes so long to get them on board. And I've seen it. The past couple of years of Babers and, and some of the depth and some of the guys he's brought in and Dungy's been a huge part of that too. But, um, yeah, you get this kind of confidence. You go four and zero, and no matter what happens to Clemson, because everyone knows who Clemson is, it's going to be, you know, Barn. Cle- I mean, you have Clemson, Notre Dame, and Boston College are the three teams right now on paper that I think are better than us. Other than that, every other team we have a chance, and um, it Notre could be Dame. a very very exciting year compared to what it's been yeah. for, you know, even back to the Marone or even before that. So,
2: right. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Look, thanks to everybody who uh, goes and participates in the fan feedback stuff. This we pride this show on being the fans voice. And without that, uh, yeah. we couldn't do that, first of all. And it would almost cut the show in half. <laughs> but
3: yeah. and but, thanks for thanks to Brandon.
2: Yeah, thanks. Thank you to Brandon, Brandon for going, going out, out and there. doing his thing. Um, you know, we really appreciate all you guys, and we appreciate all the reviews and the downloads, and people who share posts and and retweet things. Um, it just it's awesome, and we love it, and um, we can't be more appreciative. So that's it. Thank you t- uh, to all of you. Thanks to James on guitar for Joe.
1: I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia.